build the best in class equipment. Profit and growth are a result of that. So you just have to just trust that there's some business God out there that makes it right. I believe that when everything is in order, there is abundance. You have everything you need. When you do things right, there is abundance. And abundance means you can pay your bills. Abundance means you can grow if you need to grow. Abundance means you're surrounded by smart people, abundance of talent, abundance of wisdom, whatever you need at that moment. For that to happen, I had to hang up my ego. At some point, you have to let go of those startup traits and substitute them with more business savvy traits. The growth comes at the right time. When you're ready for the next stage of growth, then the skill sets come and the money comes. It comes at its own unique timing. Jimbo, have you ever driven a manual transmission car? No. No. Younger people generally haven't had that experience, but you know, I grew up on stick shifts. So you, you had a clutch, you had you know, first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. You had to move them all manually. The skills required to start a company are your first gear in a car. First gear, you can't go more than about 20 miles an hour in first gear. And you're revving, you're going, you know, your, your tachometer is up at 7,000, you know, doing 20 miles an hour because you're in this super, super, super low gear. That's the skills required to start a company. Highly leveraged, can't go far with it, but you can certainly get it started. You can't start a car in fifth gear. Um, so you can't start with all the skills the, the skills required to start a business, naivety, ego, arrogance, ignorance, poor assessment of risk, all those skills are great to start a company. They're your first gear, but you can't drive past the other end of the intersection in first gear or you'll burn up your car. You have to shift to second. And second is a different set of skills. And then you can't go too far in second gear. You have to shift to third. And then you have to shift to fifth. And the car I drive right now, which is an automatic, it's a 10-speed automatic. There's 10 gears in there. That's a lot of different gears, but each one has a purpose. Each one has the right ratio of uh, the right gear ratio for that speed. And, and that's very similar in business. You just have to shift to the next skill set and let the other one go. If your company fails and you have to start all, all over, you know, bring back first gear and open up that ego. Welcome them back, right? And, and the arrogance and all that. But, but at some point, you have to let that stuff go. You have to shift those gears and those mindsets and those skill sets. You know, know what your skills are and, and get out of the way and bring in people who have the skills that are required. Yeah, you know, and, and again, that, that's extremely tough because, you know, you have to kind of set aside that ego because, you know, if you're a capable person, you could be like, oh, I could do this all on my own. I don't need any help. That's what is unique about entrepreneurs. They look at a glass, you know, you talk about the difference between a pessimist and an optimist. A pessimist sees the glass as half empty. An optimist sees the glass as half full. Both are correct. But an entrepreneur sees an opportunity to fill the glass more. Uh, entrepreneurs look at the same set of risks and see them completely differently. The idea that one should continue to take risks beyond the first year in business equal to the original risk someone took is preposterous. I, I think that's dangerous. I think this goes into the next thing. You mentioned risks and all those other things. You know, what were some of the specific challenges you had once you started and you were beginning to grow your business? We had competitive challenges because when a competitor comes on, on board, the, the mindset is to put them out quickly before they get a foothold. If they find out you have a tiny little cancer cell, they'll bomb it with radiation and chemo, you know? So we were on that end of the, of the battle. Uh, People in our industry kind of knew who I was, but not that much. Um, so when you start a company and you have no track record, bringing money in is always an issue. Changing the mindset of the buyer is a constant issue. Um, we kind of had to set our own trends. And then building the credibility, uh, building the legitimacy. And now, you know, I produce podcasts where I talk about reliability, 
So we talk about, I talk about everything except what I do. I, I, I don't even think I mention what I do the company I own on the podcast. So the challenge was going to that mindset. Yeah, because you got to shed a lot of you got to shed a lot of uh, of other habits and other mindsets to get to that point, and that's not easy. So speaking of that shedding process, you know, when your business was struggling the most, what exactly inspired you to keep going? When bad things happen, good things come out of it. We need to move this direction. We're we're no longer here. We're now here. It just takes time for challenges to become rewards. What advice would you give to sort of new budding entrepreneurs? When I started speaking, don't let imposter syndrome get under your skin. You might okay. question yourself. You got to be a little bipolar to be an entrepreneur because part of you is like all ego. There's nothing you can't do wrong. And then part of you is questioning everything you do, right? And that's you questioning everything you do. So there's, there's bravado and ego and then there's insecurity kind of all rolled up into this entrepreneur thing. So don't let that get you. Be aware that you don't know what you don't know. There's a lot of things you don't know, and that's okay, because you don't want to know those out of sequence. You want to know those when it's time to know those things. So just be open. Just be open to learning. Always be learning, right? Do one thing. Be the best in the world at it. Don't be everything to everybody. If you're going to build a product, if you can truly if you can truly justify that this is the best in class product, then go for the best in class price. There are people willing to pay that. It's not everybody. It's not the masses. But it doesn't matter because you'll have enough sales and enough profit margin that you'll be a very healthy company, maybe a little smaller than your middle of the road competitors. But that's okay. It's not a, it's not a game of size. It's a game of savvy and security. And so, be comfortable smaller. Smaller is sometimes better. Um, less is sometimes more. No is sometimes better than yes. Uh, those things you just have to be open to receiving if, if you're ever challenged with that. That would be my basic advice. And just keep going. Live and breathe it. Live and breathe it. Make time for family because you, you're going to need your family um, to support you when things aren't good and they won't be. And they will be, and then they won't be again. It's a cycle. Um, but just keep going at it. Just be the best in the world. And while you're at it, try and do something good for the world. Try and make it your business mantra to change the world somehow, even in a tiny little way that doesn't even matter a whole lot. It, it does matter. And if you have a goal bigger than yourself, I think it, it just lubricates the, the gears a little bit <laughs> for reasons I, you know, who knows? I can, I can hypothesize all the reasons in the world, but um, I would probably sound strange. So um, I think just, uh, yeah, do right by the world, do right by your customer, do right by your team, and the business universe will do right with you. It just happens. It's, it's, it's kind of a law. As crazy as that sounds, you know, I've lived it. And people I know have lived it. And it, it works. It's not, it's not science. It's universal law. And I know that I don't mean that to sound in a religious way or a you know, spiritual way. Take it that way if you want, but I, I, that's not the way I'm meaning it. I'm meaning it's just, it's just one of those truths. You know, dropping, 
drop a rock, it falls to the ground. That's gravity. Gravity is a universal law. Um, and, and these are universal laws as well. But we, we tend to not apply them because you know, they're not taught in science school. But, but they do work. Any entrepreneur who's been successful can tell you they work. Excellent way to end this off. Mr. Conrad, this has been an amazing in-depth um, interview. Well, I appreciate the, the topics that you bring up. Um, I'm glad you reached out. Thank you. I really appreciate that. How'd you get into this side of the business? <laughs> okay, we'll turn the tables. This is the Mike Conrad show talking to Jimbo Paris. I think it was just passion. You know, I wanted to be a content creator and I wanted to start creating a blueprint sort of on how to be a person that can conduct these amazing types of interviews. It's definitely taken some time, some consistency, but I want to kind of create a, a business. Well, I have a business now where I make videos. I sell content for other podcasters to maybe make their journey easier than mine. That's and, great. That's great. Yeah. In I our think industry, it was just the passion, you know? Yeah. In our industry, there are a few podcasters in our industry, but woefully not enough, um, yeah. and, which is really ironic because we're in the high-tech industry. We build the tech. We build everything you use to make a podcast. That comes out of us, right? Anything electronic, we build. And even though we are at the tip of the spear from a technology standpoint, because we build and design the tech, we don't use the tech as much as we should. And I'm a huge fan of podcasts, and particularly um, in this genre, in business and, and tech. Well, I'm glad you did it. That was a good move. And um, uh, we just had our 100th episode just a few weeks ago. So you're almost there. Seven more episodes. You have to have a big celebration. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. Really has been a privilege. Yeah, same here, Jimbo. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Just to end off this show, we're going to do a few little shout outs. First of all, it's Judy Ryan, CEO of LifeWork Systems. She's our collaborative partner, and her goal is to go into big businesses and transform the infrastructure to make it more social, make it more connected, and therefore improving the entire business. And then also, we have got a YouTube channel up there. Subscribe to us now. We're growing in subscribers more and more. We need that support. And then finally, down below, we also are available on the Roku channel. This will be on Roku TV as well as all of our other shows, and you can watch it there. All right. I'm Jimbo Paris, and this is the Jimbo Paris Show. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to The Jimbo Parish Show.